0: Good evening from Charlotte. I'm James Brierton. Welcome to live coverage from the Carolina Weather Group. It is January the twelfth, twenty nineteen, just past the nine o'clock hour. We're joined with Scotty Powell, Evan Fisher, and Chris Jackson. As we're continuing to track this winter weather that is moving through the Carolinas, Chris Jackson, matter of fact, is on the road. He is looking right now to find exactly where the rain-snow line is, because as we go ahead and we take a look at radar, just like so many of the winter storms that we track here in the Carolinas, we have the precipitation moving on through, but it's a question of where is the cold air and where is the warm air, and uh, what exactly is snow, what is rain, and what is a little bit of that in between? So while we work to reload that radar, let's bring in Scotty Powell, because I know the first words out of Scotty's mouth is going to be that radar is scanning well above the surface. Scotty, what's happening where you are in Morganton? in the Western North Carolina foothills.
1: Yeah, uh, James, thank you for that. I, I just got in uh, coming back from Hickory, and uh, we noticed uh, probably about, or I noticed about 30, 45 minutes ago, we started to get some sleep mixed in with the uh, precipitation falling. And as you got further west driving on Interstate 40, once you got into Burke County, uh, we noticed, or I noticed uh, a lot more sleep mixed in with the freezing rain temperatures right now, about 31 degrees our dew point is 29, so that uh, may allow the temperature to drop just a little bit more before uh, we get totally saturated. Um, in my ha- at my house, um, we've got uh, the trees starting to glaze up. The uh, HVAC unit's already got an icy glaze on top of it, and the sleet is coming down like crazy. I think James may have some video that he can roll here in just a little bit. Uh, I was uh, out there uh, videoing the, the sleet falling, and it's pretty heavy sleet shower so uh, but yeah the uh, the weather is really starting to take a turn for the worst as we expected it to be uh, around the eight to nine o'clock hours so right on cue uh, the cold air is here the precipitation is falling the ice is starting to collect in the trees and the sleet is falling from the sky so everything looks on course here in the foothills james
0: Thank you very much for that, Scotty. We'll be checking back within you here shortly to uh, find out exactly what that precipitation phase is as well. And we welcome you at home. In the comments, let us know what's falling outside your window. We also want to let you know to get that report officially filed, you should check out the Mping. That's M P I N G mobile app. You can submit your report there It makes its way to the National Weather Service to us and everyone else who's monitoring the situation because this is a very on the ground, now casting situation where we need to know what is falling in your neck of the woods because like we talked about, radar gives us a good indication of where the precipitation is, but it's scanning up here and if your house is down here, that's plenty of atmosphere for for those uh, precipitation droplets to refreeze as they try to make their way towards the ground, and that's how we get exactly what Scotty's describing as some sleet and freezing rain in his neck of the woods. Our own Chris Jackson, Mr. South Carolina Weather himself, is well out of South Carolina. He's making his way north. He has just crossed the border into virginia on interstate 77 let's bring him into the conversation because just as we prepared to come on the air he was climbing fancy gap which means he was gaining some uh elevation there pretty quickly uh chris what's the latest
2: where you are hey james yeah uh so as we were just talking you know i told you we were going up fancy gap and uh you know literally the the entire freaking uh the uh, scenery has changed just from uh, you know the lower elevation before Fancy Gap, you know, you know now I'm up here, you know, a little bit higher, close to Hillsville, Virginia, and the interstate's uh, totally covered in slush and ice, uh, white on both sides. Traffic's really slowed down, going about 40 miles an hour, uh, 40 miles an hour right now, and uh, uh, the rain is starting to change over to more of a rain snow sleet, just a mixed bag of everything.
0: Yeah, Chris, we're looking at a DOT camera here along Interstate 77, not too far where you are, and obviously our visibility at this time of night is not great, but I think we're starting to see there on the surface uh, where we are getting a little of that precipitation sticking to the road, and and it actually looks like, as we're looking at this camera, not a single vehicle has passed. Uh, it does it look like people are heeding the warning and just staying inside?
2: Yeah, absolutely, James. So uh, You know, earlier when I was coming up from Columbia uh, on the 77, traffic was uh, actually pretty thick between uh uh Charlotte and Columbia, but uh get north of Charlotte and really north of interstate forty uh up here it's uh i I can see three other cars within my vicinity right now, but you know, mostly it's uh it's a ghost town out here.
0: Well, I think we're happy to hear that because uh, this is certainly going to be a wintry night across a lot of the region, and I know you've now left the Carolinas and have made your way into Virginia, but we want to know exactly what is going on there. We have a lot of folks who have interest on both sides of the border. Chris, what is it that you're hoping to find tonight?
2: Oh, what I'm going to be looking for, James, I'm going to be uh, continuing to head north uh, up 77 to uh, I-81 and then head up the 81 corridor up toward Roanoke, Blacksburg, and uh, just see where the axis of, you know, the heaviest snowfall is in western Virginia. Uh, maybe, you know, by, by the time the sun comes up in the morning, uh, four to six inches, maybe maybe a little bit more, in, you know, around the Roanoke area. So just going to try to get up into that uh, uh, throughout the next couple hours, take my time, be safe, and uh, see what happens. And then on the way back home in the morning, to, uh, see what Mother Nature leaves behind and Western Virginia, all the way down through the Piedmont of North Carolina and South Carolina.
0: Chris, uh, do be safe. I want to show everyone at home right now our future cast. This is what we're expecting during the overnight hours. If you're just tuning in, uh, we are monitoring wintry precipitation moving through the Carolinas. And of course, the green on your screen, that is rain. Chris has just crossed into Virginia, so he's driving into that area where we are expecting a decent amount of snow accumulation. But a lot of folks tuning in tonight need to realize that even if you're not in the bullseye for snow, this isn't necessarily a snow event, because matter of fact, if we look at this same future cast, the HRRR run, here's the snowfall accumulation. And you can see that we are going to get several inches of additional snowfall accumulation in the western North Carolina mountains, Boone and Blowing Rock. But generally speaking, that's fairly confined to those higher elevations. But let me switch this now and look at the ice accretion that we're expecting. And suddenly this is affecting a lot more people and even folks who are a little bit further to the south, further to the east, as we make our way into the foothills across the Interstate 77 corridor and over towards uh, Greensboro and Winston. Salem again we could see in some of those areas from Asheville to Greensboro anywhere between a quarter and a half an inch of ice. Uh, let's bring in our newest panelist Evan uh, who joins us from Charleston but he lives and resides in Asheville Evan what are your concerns for tonight when we look at this much possible ice?
3: Hey yeah so you know the rain is really starting to come down across West North Carolina um, there's already been a report out of Hendersonville of a quarter an inch a uh, quarter inch of ice. Uh, And just a quarter inch of ice is enough to ruin and kill all travel uh, and to bring down trees and power lines. So it's starting to get pretty nasty out there. Uh, Some of the precipitation that's been moving through recently has been a lot heavier. um, And and that has really helped in some cases because the ice isn't able to accrete on the trees uh, and surfaces as easily when it's that heavy. Um, But as that initial quick heavy burst begins to move out. We're transitioning into lower dibs uh, and l- lower rainfall rates, uh, so that accumulation is going to start picking up more and more. Um, most areas across West North Carolina are below freezing right now. Uh, with the exception of Southwest Buncombe, uh, that is still above freezing. Everyone else is experiencing a sleet, freezing rain, or maybe a little bit of snow, uh, where they've seen snow up near Boone, uh, blowing rock, and even some accumulations there. But besides that, uh, it's just a nasty night out there, and things are just going to keep getting worse. Yeah,
0: I want to bring in Scotty Powell to the conversation, Evan, and ask him the same question because I can see that he's bringing his radar up now. And again, uh, Scotty joins us from Morganton there solidly in the North Carolina foothills. Scotty, what are your concerns this evening?
1: Uh, My biggest concern, uh, especially for – uh, places in, in northern Rutherford County, over here towards McDowell, Burke, Caldwell, Alexander, Catawba, even up into Iredell County, uh, Lincoln County would be the uh, the freezing rain threat. Uh, there is some sleet moving through. I uh, Can you guys see this radar? I switched from one to the other. Uh, I'm not
0: sure if you guys can see that. No, I, I haven't seen anything change.
1: Okay, so let me uh, let me go to the other radar here, and that may help you uh, with with what I'm wanting to show here. So give me just one second. All right. So can you guys? This is a reminder
0: that as you're watching from home, you can comment and let us know what you're seeing out your window, uh, so that we can get an idea of where some of this precipitation is falling. Because as we're looking at radar, uh, you know we need to know exactly what's happening on the ground where you are. This is very much now a casting situation. Scotty, I see a new image from you.
1: Okay, so yeah, this is what um, this is kind of just regular mode radar. Uh, we can go into the winter mode in just a little bit. But these darker spots um, just north of uh, Maiden in the uh, Newton community of Catawba County up towards Taylorsville, uh, and then back towards northern Cleveland County towards Bellwood, uh, Vail, Lincolnson. these bright oranges and, and reds, those are actually s- sleep pellets. Uh, the radar is actually beaming off of, uh, of these dents or, or these small ice pellets that are falling out of the sky. So those are your pockets of sleet. But like Evan was talking about, once you get out of those pockets of sleet, you get into a much more light uh, precipitation, uh, some rain, and that is actually freezing on contact. So this is what the uh, the radar looks like. It kind of looks like just people's throwing paint everywhere. But um, this red color right here, that's mostly ice. Um, the pinkish colors are your sleet and then your blue is the snowfall. And, <clears throat> so we just have a big wintry mix right now. And the concern for this is uh, for it to continue over the uh, next several hours here in the foothills. And uh, that could present some uh, significant ice accumulations. I'm going to present one more radar screen here, so give me just one second. Um, and so the the possibility of seeing significant ice accumulations in this area, Uh, let's say from Winston-Salem back towards Asheville along the Interstate 40 corridor, uh, we could see a quarter uh, inch of ice, maybe three-tenths, four-tenths of an inch of ice. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised some of the uh, sheltered areas that hang on to the cold air just a little bit longer could be approaching a half an inch of ice. And as Evan was talking about, that much ice will really start to cause some issues on the area roadways and power lines and trees. So uh, we've just now started the uh, precipitation, and we're going to continue to uh, see this precipitation uh, last through the first part. Good evening of from Sunday Charlotte. I'm James morning, So um, eight nine o'clock before uh, the precipitation moves out, and we don't really warm up above freezing until around lunchtime tomorrow. So <clears throat> those um, roads will be uh, slick through the. Um, through the uh, late part of Sunday morning before we kind of start to thaw out. So that's uh, the latest thinking here in the foothills. And, uh, James, it looks like uh, up in Blowing Rock you have the camera pulled up there. Um, I don't know if that's sleet or snow or some fog, but it, it looks just as treacherous up there.
0: Yeah, my best guess is fog right now, but it is certainly uh, not good uh, travel situation. And I want to bring up another image uh, to complement what you were just talking about, Scotty, as we take a look right now at the um, amount of impact that this storm will have across North Carolina and even upstate South Carolina. What you see on your screen right now are active bulletins. So the counties outlined here in pink—that is where we have the winter storm warning. That's where we're expecting uh, the ice, significant ice threat, and maybe a couple inches of snow, and that stretches from Asheville through places like Hickory and Statesville and into Winston-Salem and Greensboro. Then in the kind of purple, I'm going to go ahead and call it purple color, we have winter weather advisories, which include metropolitan areas like Durham, but it does not extend into Raleigh, Charlotte, Greenville, and Spartanburg. So you can see that this does, again, impact portions of South Carolina, if you're in that upstate area. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're conveying that threat to you. We don't want you to think that this is exclusively a North Carolina threat. It is not. And that's why we've gone ahead and issued our alert mode here on the Carolina Weather Group, because we do have a significant weather event uh, impacting both North and South Carolina as we look through the next 12 to 24 hours. This is a system that will be bringing even more Winter weather to areas to our north, and we have Chris Jackson on the road. He has just crossed from North Carolina into Virginia on Interstate 77. Last we talked to him a few minutes ago, he was gaining in elevation as he climbed Fancy Gap there in Interstate 77. Uh, Chris, I'm curious. I know it's only been a few minutes, but that stretch of road is uh, pretty significant for for gaining some height. Any change in the weather?
2: Oh, absolutely, James. Uh, the landscape continues to get wider and wider. Uh, Virginia DOT is out here. I'm actually just past a uh, a truck that was throwing some salt down. Uh, Definitely getting more of a changeover now on the snow from the sleet rain mix as earlier. But uh, uh, both sides of the interstate pretty well covered and, and, you know, nice flush. Uh, So far, the interstate seems to be, uh, you know, uh, holding up pretty well as far as, uh, you know, no big patches of ice. But, uh, you know, I noted the temperature uh, at the base of Fancy Gap was 30 degrees, and, and now it's down to 26, and that's over an 18-mile stretch. I'm actually coming up on, I think, mile marker 20 right now into Virginia. But uh, give the hats off to uh, Virginia and North Carolina DOT, because definitely seen them out in force tonight. Also, uh, you know, all the signs on the interstate are doing a great job of conveying the message, you know, winter storm warning, and for you know everybody to you know, slow down and just take it take it easy and be safe.
0: Chris, we want you to stay safe out there as well, too. People at home, you're looking right now at a live picture in Boone, North Carolina, from Resort Cam, where you can see it looks like we have an icicle forming here on the camera. Taking us over now to radar, where we're watching again a lot of this rain trying to turn over to snow. That's the blue there on the map. Uh, it's trying to, at least in the higher elevations, but don't be fooled. Uh, even in some of those foothill regions across Interstate 77 and over towards Winston-Salem, we're watching for the possibility of that freezing rain. Evan, as someone who uh, lives in Asheville, when you look at a setup like this, uh, what what is it from your experience uh, that folks should prepare for?
3: Yeah, so Asheville is in a bit of a unique position. Um, being right smack dab in the middle of the French Broad Valley makes it sometimes hard um, for wintry precipitation to occur there. But in storms like this with a really strong um, high pressure system up over the northeast uh, and eastern Canada... That cold air really fills in in the low levels and that warm nose can just push forward and push to the north. Um, I think I've already been reading a report from Twitter um, from a a buddy named whose tag is uh, Craig Whiteblaze, saying that there's already a lot of ice uh, in the high country up near Boone. Um, So it's looking like that warm nose may be pushing further north uh, than really expected, uh, which is troublesome, uh, especially for areas around Asheville. Uh, there's a lot of valleys near Asheville, especially to the south and east, that can retain very cold air in systems like this. So even when the main French Broad Valley gets up up above freezing, uh, those valleys will remain below 32. Uh, And that's where the significant ice accumulation is going to occur. Um, Scotty mentioned anywhere up to maybe half an inch. um, And uh, NWS, GSP, the National Weather Service out of Greenville, Spartanburg, I'd put out their bullseye generally in the Hendersonville, um, kind of Polk County area with another one up near South Mountain. Uh, so those are the kind of areas that are a little bit, they're, they're in, at more of a risk for the significant ice secretion. Um, but Asheville is definitely still in the danger zone for this one. Uh, and with that warm nose pushing north and that really the cold air just locked in down below, uh, we're in for a tricky night.
0: Uh, Thank you very much for for that, Evan, and hopefully everyone there just prepared to kind of hunker in. You know, I I think to put this in perspective, we're we're not talking, obviously, about the end-all, be-all of winter storms. It is obviously January, but it is certainly going to be a night where it's better to stay inside. And even in the morning, you may find if you live in Asheville along that I-40 corridors, you make your way east. uh, Again, areas like Hickory, Statesville. Winston-Salem and Greensboro, it's probably going to be a slow start uh, to the morning there for you as well, too. Better be safe uh, than sorry. We have a graphic now. We want to tell you about the different types of wintry precipitation, and I'm going to go ahead and pop that up on the screen, and our friend Scotty Powell is going to tell us a little bit about the different types of precip we're watching for tonight.
1: But I was uh, monitoring some of the comments. Uh, A lot of folks just saying it's nothing but rain out there, And, and, and per se, freezing rain actually is rain, but what happens is the surface that the rainfall falls onto is at or below freezing. So it actually is a liquid raindrop that's fallen from the sky, but it's freezing on contact. It's freezing on those trees, those railings, the um, uh, metal objects, eventually um, on grassy surfaces, uh, bridges, overpasses, things like that. So freezing rain is actually a raindrop that's fallen to the sky. It just freezes on contact. So a lot of people saying, oh, it's just rain out there. Well, Honestly, no, it's it's freezing rain. It's it's rain that's falling, but it's freezing on contact. Um, so you'll start to see probably in the next hour. Or so if you look outside and you look up at the trees and uh, maybe there's a street light or you shine a flashlight or something up into uh, the trees, you're going to start to see the glaze on the trees. And that will continue to grow uh, in accretion throughout the night. So that is um, what freezing rain actually is. It, it is a raindrop, but... Um, it is also uh, freezing on contact. So um, we were also dealing with some sleet. And um, Evan, I'm going to bring you in because we were talking about this earlier today in our internal chat. Uh, this storm is also producing sleet, but sleet is a different thing than what some people uh, may believe it is. Uh, sleet only happens in the wintertime where we have hail. It only happens during thunderstorms. So, I will pass it off to you, and maybe you can get explained to uh, the audience tonight who is seeing those sleet pellets fall down how exactly sleet is formed.
3: Yeah, so I mean, you already pretty much nailed it in that hail will happen during the summer, but sleet will occur during winter precipitation. The main difference is that with sleet, it falls out of the cloud as a snowflake. And then as it passes through that warm layer that Scotty had just mentioned, it melts. Um, but then once it gets back uh, into that, colder really very cold uh, layer down to the ground it can refreeze into these hard pellets whereas with ice it starts as super cool droplets way way up in the atmosphere uh, anywhere up from the 40 to 60,000 feet Um, and those droplets will freeze on a dust particle or some little air particle up in the up in the sky and will fall all the way to the ground as an ice pellet um, or, or a hail stone as you could say so that's kind of the difference. Sleet starts with snow, whereas hail has always been ice.
1: Yeah, and that, that's that's the tough situation for where we live in western North Carolina. It seems like we always face that that line and we talk about it every Wednesday night show that we do and any winter storm special that we do, there's portions of the area that's gonna see the sleet, the snow, and the freezing rain, and and those boundaries are just um kind of driven are drawn by the warm nose that That comes into place. There's one more thing that I want to show you and then I will stop with my screen sharing because obviously I'm not having a good night with it. So let me see if I can get this going. Um, Maybe not, but um, anyways, it's what we call the wet bulb temperature and what the wet bulb really means for us is um, the temperature and the humidity. It's what we call dynamic cooling, kind of when you you get out of the shower or something, uh, you kind of get that chill uh, from from the evaporation. And so what happens is, uh, when this rain falls into the atmosphere, it, it cools the atmosphere. And until we get evaporative cooling, and until we get totally saturated, and um, I'm trying to get this to pull up, but I, for some reason I'm not, I'm not able. So I may drop that over to James here in just a second. But it's it's showing. If I can maybe pull it up here on my radar. Um, and I'm sorry that it's kind of scatterbrained. It's just it's it's not working out too well for us tonight. Scotty, let's but, just um, let's
0: just move on to the, the next element and, and not worry about that.
1: Well, it's something I want to talk about. It's something really important. Uh, the, the the web bulb line is basically drawn just north of Interstate 85. So uh, we could even see this this freezing rain rain. Um, get into portions of northern Mecklenburg County, maybe portions of northern Gaston County, even into southern Cleveland County. So uh, that is is kind of the line of who's going to see freezing rain and who's going to remain um, seeing all liquid rain. So as we go throughout the night, uh, that line could go as far south as northern Mecklenburg County into Cabarrus County, uh, Rowan County, places like that. So um, if you wake up tomorrow early in the morning and you live in uh, northern Mecklenburg County, maybe towards Huntersville or Cornelius, uh, maybe ever towards Kannapolis, you could see that light glaze of ice in the trees just because uh, it's still possible that your temperatures can drop uh, to right around the freezing mark. But again, the, the major concern with the ice will be along and north of Interstate 40 where we could see some pretty significant um, icing.
0: Yeah, Scotty, before we go, we had some questions coming in. Uh, Megan and Melissa are, are in that neck of the woods, generally speaking, asking kind of about the Hendersonville area. They both have some travel there. Um, and so just like Scotty just said, you, you certainly could wake up in the morning to uh, to see some ice. And I actually want to go ahead. And uh, show you that again on our our future cast, what we're expecting here. And you can see how it actually stretches just from that neck of the woods there. This is the ice accretion that we're expecting over the overnight hours. And you can see essentially how it stretches from that Hendersonville area uh, to the north and to the east. And so, like Scotty said, we are expecting that in the morning you'll be waking up uh, to see some ice there. This is, again, not really a snow situation with few exceptions. And those really are just the highest of the Elevations in the western North Carolina mountains. We're not expecting a lot of snow for a lot of folks. Again, with some exceptions. So, Boone, Blowing Rock, West Jefferson, you could wake up to maybe three or four inches of fresh powder on the ground. But it is really that ice threat uh, that we are most concerned about. And uh, you can see it here on our FutureCast radar. The ice is that pink and purplish that is setting up along that I-40 corridor. So again, as we come up on about the 9.30 hour or so, uh, live coverage here from the Carolina Weather Group. We're tracking winter weather that is going to be moving through the region during the overnight hours. Um, Some graphics I'm going to show you here. Uh, Again, we have winter weather advisories for portions of upstate South Carolina. We have winter storm warnings seen in pink for Western North Carolina and North North Central Northern North Carolina. And a lot of this is all because of this ice threat here that you can see in some of these graphics from the National Weather Service. Not a lot of snow expected, but as we switch between the snow graphics and the ice graphics, look for those reds. That's about a quarter inch of ice that's gonna be possible in some of these communities as we look at the perspective here from the National Weather Service offices. So as we shift now towards Greenville, Spartanburg, you can see there in Western North Carolina where we're expecting a lot of that ice to set up. And where I am in South Charlotte, we're not expecting to see a whole lot. But again, as we look along that I-40 corridor there along the foothills, uh, that's where we could be seeing a lot of this uh, ice. And that could just be an impact to your morning activities. If you're trying to go out the door tomorrow, it may just be best as you wake up. If you see outside ice outside, maybe just wait until we get a chance to melt some of that going into the afternoon. Because, uh... Where I am right here in Charlotte, matter of fact, the uh, the temperatures are going to be right near that freezing line uh, at this hour right now. We've got about 36 degrees, and as we head into the overnight hours, I think we'll lose a few degrees, but I'm not expecting here in South Charlotte to to get into that 32 frozen precipitation mix. We could see a few flurries, maybe some of that sleet-freezing rain across uh, northern Uh, Mecklenburg County. All right, before we wrap it up, let's bring in each one of our panelists one more time to get their closing thoughts. Let's go back up to uh, Scotty Powell. He's holding things down for us in Western North Carolina Foothills. Scotty.
1: Yeah, James, we're just going to continue to watch the uh, threat for freezing rain tonight, a quarter to maybe uh, some areas seeing up to a half an inch of ice. Uh, I'll make those preparations just in case. It's never a bad thing to prepare for the possibility of some power outages. Uh, but hopefully by the lunchtime hour, everything else should start to uh, to uh, warm up. And uh, it looks like we'll drop around just around freezing Sunday night so we could see some refreeze issues. But uh, the most critical time frame will be between now and about nine ten a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, so just be prepared for your uh, power to go out. Maybe some trees down here in the
0: foothills of North Carolina. Scotty, thanks much. Let's bring in Evan. What are you watching, Evan?
3: Yeah, so pretty much the same thing that Scotty just mentioned. Um, Stay tuned to our social media accounts. We'll be keeping you up to date um, with all the different accumulations uh, across the Western North Carolina, Western Piedmont region. Um, We've pretty much covered it all, but stay weather aware, stay off the roads and stay safe.
0: Chris Jackson, if you still got us, I know you're on the phone, my friend, as you're uh, tracking this uh, storm force on the ground there, Interstate 77, just uh, north of that Virginia-North Carolina line. Uh, what's your plan tonight?
2: Uh, hey, James. Hey, yeah, I'm still here. Uh, I actually just got on the, uh, I-81 northbound toward Roanoke from 77. Um, for the last about 15 miles or so, maybe 20 miles, uh, Virginia DOT has got some portable reader signs on the side of the interstate Uh, i a warning about a pretty big accident up at the 89 mile marker on I-81. I'm about five miles from it, so um, everybody's in uh, at least one lane's blocked. But uh, I'm going to try to get up towards Roanoke and uh, get into some of the heavier snow tonight and uh, mainly be safe getting there and take my time. Like I said, the interstate conditions are still pretty good, and uh, most everybody seems to be keeping the warning. Virginia DOT has got an army of trucks out here. Uh, It seems like every two to three miles there's a salt truck, so... Uh, Right now, just head north.
0: Chris Jackson, stay safe, keep us informed as you can, and we will be bringing uh, you at home some of Chris's material as we head on through the overnight hours, because what we will continue to do, as we have been doing during earlier portions of our evening here on the Carolina Weather Group, is streaming to you some of these live cameras and current conditions that we're watching throughout the region, also cycling through with video updates and some of the latest, so as we get some of that back into our control center here, uh, we'll be sure to turn that around and bring it out to you. Uh, thanks so much for everyone who's tuned in in, do uh, follow us, subscribe, like on Facebook and on YouTube, and we'll even be pushing this audio out on our podcast form. So if for some reason you lose power during this storm or another storm, you can always turn to the Carolina Weather Group podcast feed on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and many more uh, to get those Audio updates sent to your phone, conserve that battery, little data is needed, but we can still get the information out to you. So on behalf of our panel, I'm James Brierton. Stay safe, stay weather aware, and keep those storm reports coming.